You're listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Dr. Rani Bora and Liz Scott. In each 10-minute episode, Rani and Liz explore the powerful truth about resilience, resourcefulness, and psychological well-being. And the good news is that it's much more simple than you ever thought. Hello and uh, welcome back. My name is Rani Bora and I'm a psychiatrist and a wellness coach. And my name is Liz Scott and I'm a well-being coach. And I do a lot of work in um, education, mainly working with leaders in education. But one of the areas I've got a real passion for is around mental health and young people. And Rani, I know you have too. Um, And so that's going to be the topic of today's discussion. Because it seems to me that we're, we're in a society at the moment where all the news headlines are pointing to mental illness and rates of mental illness amongst young people going, going up, going through the roof. And, and I think there's something that uh, parents can maybe support their young people with around the inside-out understanding that could really support youngsters to get back in touch with their mental health, resilience and well-being. So I, I thought that would be a really good topic for us just to sort of chat about today. Yes. And Lisa, I've got um, two young children. One is eight and the other is 12. And, and I know that um, they, are, they are having the education in school that they need. And, and there is another education. Uh, so because I, won't, I know that I won't be able to hold their hands forever. They, they, will, they will grow and they will become an adult. And the one education that I can give is like what makes sense to me, and that's the sort of understanding about the psychological well-being, the psychological default or self-correcting system. And um, that's again we are talking about prevention in this earliest stage. We are we are talking about how rather than looking at oh something's wrong with me because I feel sad and I feel upset and I shouldn't be feeling jealous or I shouldn't be feeling this. The the more the children from a very early age learn that that's part of being human, and and we as parents can be their role models in just being human. And for us not having to be a certain way in front of our children because we want them to feel resilient because that's a misunderstanding. The more children see us, you know, parents as human beings and that we also go through our peers when we are just being loving and and kind and compassionate to sometimes when we just lose it. And they know that it's not about them. It's, 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 It's mommy stuff or daddy stuff. But... Not because they are wrong or they are uh, there's something wrong with them or they are um, somehow not being good parents. It's just that they are caught up in in the illusion of the mind that sort of and they are believing the thinking in the moment. And and I love this because this allows me to be a human in front of my children. And I I'm not going about thinking I'm going to teach them. Um, this understanding of innate health and resilience. But the more I have some honest conversations with them, that I'm a human being and I get caught up, and, and, and the more I come from a place of just 
sort of embracing that and also saying that it's okay for them to see mommy cry sometimes. It's okay for that sort of, if mommy loses, it's, it's nothing about them. They might think it's about them, but actually mommy's really caught up in her, in her thinking. And I have, uh, without even spelling it out, I know that sort of my, my daughters are beginning to see it. And so they are coming in and out of their own states of feeling upset and angry much more quickly. And I love what you're saying there, Rani, because um, it touches on some of the conversations we've had, which is this being okay with the whole range of feelings and thoughts that come through us as uh, parents or teachers. Once we're okay with that, and once we realise that they're okay, they're not so frightening. It's not so frightening to feel these things anymore because we know one is it's perfectly natural as a human being to have every range of emotions going. And secondly, we realise that they come and they go and, and, and we shift and we change in our states of mind and our moods. And that's just part and parcel of being human. And there's something quite liberating in seeing that in ourselves first, like really just seeing that some days, on a sunny day, I might look out the window and I might get grumpy because the garden looked messy. And on a, on a rainy day, I look out the window and I think, what a lovely garden I've got. It's, it's like it, it looks in a way that the, the weather outside is dep- like might make me see things a certain way. But the truth is, regardless of the weather, sometimes it's sunny and I see things one way and sometimes I see it the other way. And it's the same with our moods, is that sometimes when we're in a a low mood or we're feeling a bit flat, everything we look at is tinged with that flatness. Um, And when we're in a bright mood, everything we look at is tinged through that clarity. And they're both okay, because we like the weather. We we go in and out of these these feelings and moods. And wouldn't it be lovely for young people just to to realise that that's just part of what it is to be human and growing up. Yeah, yeah. Rather than sort of growing up and thinking they have to fix that way. And and as a parent, I've noticed the difference between me giving advice to my children and and when I ask questions and they see, they, they sort of, they bring out, you know, their wisdom comes out through them. And... So it's like, you know, I don't like people giving me a lot of advice. I mean, I sometimes ask for advice, and I appreciate the advice, but say, um, and that might be about doing things a certain way and things that I don't know, but when it, when it comes to, like, I'm feeling, say I'm feeling like rubbish or something, and then I go to my husband, and he tries to lift me up, and he tries to give me advice, it really annoys me. <laughs> and, and, and that's, again, sort of going as a, as a, as a parent, because sometimes we, we think it's our responsibility for our children to be a certain way. They shouldn't feel upset, they shouldn't feel angry, or they shouldn't feel scared. And, and so we take on the task of giving them advice. And the more... And, and again, that's innocent. And I'm, I know that as a parent, you know, you, you do what you can do, what, or what makes sense to you. But the more we have this inside-out understanding for ourselves, the more we see that everyone, irrespective of their age, you know, they have got what we call wisdom. It might not be wisdom as in sort of, oh, I know how to drive a car, but wisdom as to what makes sense to me in this moment. Mm. And the more we speak to that, the more we see that in every child, and the more we speak to that, we'll be surprised as to what even a young child has to offer in that moment. They might say, Mommy, uh, maybe maybe I just go off to sleep now. 
or mommy can you read me this book or whatever it is and and they will start to trust their wisdom more and more rather than thinking their mommy or daddy has to be there even in the more challenging times in school for example where clearly we don't have access to that and they will be able to trust the same wisdom even in very difficult situations and challenges that they face as part of growing up. Absolutely. I, I really see that. So it's, I think our role as, as adults, parents or educators is to support children in seeing their wisdom and their resilience and seeing that that comes through them um, and it will, it, it, if, if they can start to get eyes for it that they will begin to trust it more and more. And it gives them good advice. And and it's advice that's coming from within them, not from externally. And I, I just want to share a story, Rani, because when you were saying that, talking there, it reminded me I was working with a group of teachers over a period of time, and we were talking about this, okay, it's okay to, to go up and down, and it's okay for children to go up and down, and we don't have to have them happy all the time. And I remember this teacher saying to me, she said, um, she said it was really helpful to realise it's okay to be human and to feel all this stuff. She said, because the other day there was a young lad that came into school and he was really upset. He was really upset and he was really tearful and he was, he was really agitated. And she said, before I, I understood this, that it was okay to be human, I would have thought it was down to me to try and make him feel better. And she said, inadvertently, I would be telling him that it was wrong for him to feel like that. She said, but, but I really saw that it, he was just in a frustrated, anxious space. And, I, and she said, it just occurred to me to say to him, do you know what? There are times I feel frustrated and anxious too. And, and do you know what? It's okay to feel like that. And she said, I just could visibly see him relax in that moment because he realized it was okay. And hey-ho, the self-correcting system kicks in and then his moods eventually shift and change and he feels something else. But she saw that it was okay. It's almost like saying it's okay to be human. It's okay to have these feelings as a youngster. And even that is so powerful, I think, to youngsters. Yes. And see, the answer can be much, much simpler than we think it is. If we think mental health uh, or in children is a big thing, it's you know, and we are only focusing on mental illness and about fixing things, we lose the opportunity to point to something so simple, yet so profound and already inbuilt, so that we don't have to keep searching for it throughout our life, looking at things needing to be a certain way and having all the resources from uh, from outside. We have the resource we need in, in within us. And, and this is the the education that we could give to a children at a very early age. Mm. And I think it would be so powerful for, for young people just to realise just two things. One is that they're human and they'll get caught up in their stories. And yeah, we all do. It's fine. It's being human. And secondly, just to realise that, like you say, they've got that resilience, they've got that wisdom within them, and, and that is built in. Yes. That's built, they don't have to find it anywhere else. That's built in. And, and both of those things, they sort of shift and they change, and sometimes we feel more resilient than others, 
it never goes anywhere. Never goes it's anywhere. always there. Well, Ronnie, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you um, today, and uh, loved it. It's it's always it's always great. So we'll 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 hook up again for some more chats in the near future. Yes, thank you. You've been listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Liz Scott and Dr. Rani Bora. Check out coachingconnect.co.uk and ranibora.com for information, articles and ideas about well-being.